and welcome back to the Murdy Creative Co. Podcast. I'm your host, Colin Murdy, and today's topic is deep fakes. But first, I want to say thank you to everyone who has supported the company so far. If you haven't got a chance, go check us out on the web at murdycreative.co. That's M-U-R-D-Y creative.co. Or you can check us out on Facebook and Instagram by searching at murdycreative.co to see the best of our product shots. Follow us to keep up to date with our daily photos and be the first one to know about new product launches. You can also use the subscribe button at the bottom of our website to be included in all of our new product updates. Be sure to check out our laser engraving, personalization options, and exclusive colors on the website. Or you can get a blank one on Amazon Prime. All right, so first and foremost, for those of you who don't know anything about deepfakes or why does it matter or why is it important to the business things, we'll get to that. And I want to explain what deepfakes are to those who don't know first. So I think the beginning of deepfake really goes back to Snapchat. And the Snapchat filters, for those of you who don't know, were an incredibly important competitive advantage for the Snapchat company when they first came about. So Going back a little bit further, Snapchat is a social media app that where people can take photos of themselves and send it to their friends and they disappear after a set period of time and then they're erased after this, from the Snapchat servers after 30 days. So that's kind of where it came out. Snapchat very quickly launched something they called their filter feature. Now their filter feature was a brilliant piece of software innovation that was able to map, 3D map the face of the individual on the camera and then you were able to apply alterations, editing, you know, you could apply funny animal ears or things like that to a Snapchat filter. Now that technology became far more prevalent, but they were the ones that first showed that you could do it with just a regular camera, right? A regular camera could do the 3D mapping necessary of the facial features and areas to create a hyper-accurate, realistic, three-dimensional map of the face. There's a whole, if you're ever looking for more information on that, there's a whole cool article that was done by, um, I think it was AI, on that whole uh, technology. Flash forward a few years, that facial mapping technology has become incredibly advanced, incredibly powerful. It's been driven by, I guess, a lot of cool different features that both Samsung, Google, Apple, all the major competitors have come out with. Variations on artificial reality and augmented reality and all of those cool designs. But more importantly, the software element of deepfake allows companies people, individuals, nefarious hackers, whatever, to create three-dimensional mapping of a face based off of very little information, actually. You can do it roughly off of a still camera, a still image, and they've done that with some very famous pieces of art where they can create maps, three-dimensional maps of the still face from a single photo or single painting even, and then they can bring it to life. This becomes far more powerful and far more accurate when you actually have a couple of videos, some voice recordings, some alternative forms where you get a little bit more of that data about the cadence, the rhythm, the intonation, and uh, the way that the face moves when it's, when it's speaking of an individual. And you can actually create incredibly compelling fake videos using the proper audio and uh, movement of the face, and it is indistinguishable from the real version. It's very difficult to tell the difference. There's some great uh, videos out there that are example. If you just search deep fake, there's a great one of President Obama. They did one, uh, I think, of Trump now. There's a couple of great options out there for even people like Jordan Peterson, famous celebrities. Deepfake has a couple of serious ramifications, though, both from the indi- for the individual and from the kind of the public at large perspective, but also for companies and particularly small startups. So... I'm going to get to that. I'm going to start with, let's start with the personal and kind of the society at large. It has made videos unreliable. You have no idea if what you're seeing 
even if it looks very real, is actually what the person said. And it's got to create, a, a, it creates a problem for a lot of very famous celebrities because there's particularly people who have a lot of media available of them, right? Even I am a little bit worried about this myself uh, in that there's my YouTube videos now, there's pictures of me on the internet, there's recordings of my voice, there's a lot of recordings of my voice. And so anybody who is has the proper uh, equipment and it's not that difficult, the proper software, they can actually generate a fake version of me. That would be a pretty compelling lookalike. Now that's something that celebrities have to deal with, politicians, of course, and I think that you will see legislation come out very soon that outlaws deep faking. I think it really will be something that will become illegal because it is, from a, oh, what's the right way to say it, from a public policy perspective, right? If you're looking at it from like a society as a whole, the ability to incredibly accurately replicate someone is essentially fraud. That's what it is. I mean, whether the, what, what the person is saying is actually, in the deep fake, is actually fraudulent, it actually, I think, constitutes a variation on the concept of fraud because it's usually an attempt to persuade you, the watcher, that the person that you are watching is saying something that they aren't actually saying. So I think that's gonna work, that legislation is going to come out. But maybe not for a while, and maybe there's going to have to be a couple of really easy classic cases where this is a problem before it actually uh, becomes illegal. And that's always something that we rely on and we hope, but we can't necessarily confirm. Now, for the business side of things, I think this presents a very serious problem in that if you consider... If you work on developing and, and cultivating a community, right... And you do that because you realize that it's an important part of the product and the value add of the product. And then people can use that community that you've created and cultivated and they can create realistic variations of you saying something that you would never say and they can trash that community. That's a very, very, very serious problem that you need to be aware of. And I think that's something I'm very keenly aware of. Do I want to stop doing my podcast? No, I think that that is A, not going to stop them, and B, is going to probably prematurely fail. I think also the other side of it is that if you have a lot of content out there of yourself doing and saying something, it becomes more unlikely that people will believe a deep fake saying the opposite. So what do I mean by that? If you saw a deep fake out there, uh, and it was really compelling. And it was of me saying something that I would never say in a million years or me doing something, to, you know, announcing something that would never happen. Um, I think that savvy buyers and not everyone is savvy buyers. I believe that, too. But I think savvy people would be able to look at that and say, you know what, that goes and flies directly in the in the face of everything that has led up to this point. All of the podcasts, all of the interviews, all of the things that he's done that goes against all of that. I think I might be a little more skeptical of it. I think that that's the appropriate response, right? And as soon as you know that there's a deep fake out there, you need to quickly debunk that. You need to be on guard for that, right? So I actually have a Google News alert for my name. I've got a Google News alert for anything related to the company because if someone's putting out fake information or false information about the company, I should be the first to know and be able to do my best to stop it. I think it's also important for people who are in a position of trying to build something to realize that a lack of information, right, a lack of in a vacuum, anything can fill it, 
right? So if you are a company that has very little to no social media presence, if you're a company that has very little to no presence on or no personality behind your company, right? There's no face, there's no name to go with the company. It's very easy for fraudulent activity to go forth because there's nothing real that people can believe in and get behind. So I would encourage each and every one of you who are maybe starting a company, starting a project, working on doing something in the public sphere, work hard to create and cultivate a very real public image that has real people behind it and is honest and transparent because it matters and it's going to mean something in the future. And even if deep fakes are never outlawed and they just become a problem and suddenly, you know, there's more and more of them out there, it's going to be more important to your followers that you have built a genuine presence on the internet that they can actually believe in. And I think they'll forgive, you know, the corruption that is the fraud of deep fake. Um, I think finally, it's important to realize what deep fake would do to a brand and being able to have that um, that defense prepared in advance so that you don't necessarily get caught off guard, right? Being able to have something ready to go uh, in, in an emergency plan for something like that, I think is really important. I think it's just as important as, you know, your website crashing and having plans for that or whatever, you know, your catastrophes are. You got to plan for the worst. And if you think about it, your brand, the same way that you know, a Prada knockoff bag is a knockoff, right? And your brand, that that is a fake bag, right? The same thing is true for someone who's trying to knock off your presence online using fake versions of you, right? That's that's just not real and it's not correct and you should work to, to prevent that. So check out Deep Fakes if you haven't already. It's a really cool thing to go look up. There's a lot of really interesting things and I want you to spend some time, if you can, thinking about the ramifications for your life, A, personally, and then B, for the, you know, the life of the society as a whole. Uh, and if you feel so, you know, so motivated, you know, maybe send something to your representatives, right? Send a message to your representatives and there's an app called Stance that makes it easy to do that. And if you, if you send something to your representative saying, hey, we want to make, you know, Deep Fakes outlawed, we want to make them illegal, that might actually help solve the problem. So go check it out, uh, see what you can do, and uh, get involved. All right, thanks for uh, tuning in today. Be sure to check back in on Thursday for our next topic, and don't forget to check that subscribe button. Be sure to get the latest podcast right away. If you think I deserve it, a good uh, review can uh, really make a difference for our company. So please leave a review on the podcast app that you're listening on, as well as um, a review on Facebook for our company. You can go to themurdycreative.co on our Facebook page and go to reviews and then uh, there's a question, do you recommend them? You can hit yes and then you can write your review. If you have any questions or concerns about your leather binder, please feel free to contact us on the main page of our website at murdycreative.co. You can email, text, uh, direct message, all the usuals and I'll do my best to get back to you as soon as possible but I do appreciate your patience. Uh, if you have any podcast topics you want to hear more about, send them my way. I'm always happy to engage with our growing community and I want to give you guys what you want. If you're looking for multiple binders for gifts, giveaways, menus, really any reason, ask about our book discounts available. Thanks so much for tuning in. Have a great day and goodbye.